0: Watching the housing market, and overall, you know, it looks tough out there. Housing starts are down. Uh, single-family home sales have been weird. I, I, evidently, there's a lot of demand, but not much supply. But I'll tell you one market that's really been good and, and really was pioneered to a great extent by a local company. Invitation Homes is the largest single-family owner of single-family rental homes in the United States. Last I saw, it was over 80,000 they came with numbers uh, Tuesday Street. Love the earnings. The Chief Executive Officer, Dallas Tanner, joins us again today. It's good to have you with us.
1: Good to be with you again, buddy.
0: How are you doing so well? Because it's a tough market out there. Interest rates are higher. Uh, people are worried about recession. And your market really seems to be booming.
1: Well, it, it it goes to kind of the long fundamentals, which are there's not enough housing stock in the country. And that makes sense when you think about the last you know, go back to the great financial crisis, 07-08. Everyone stopped building because it got overbuilt. Credit was really easy and, and accessible, and we had too much of it. And so what did that, What happened? You know, builders' banks um, got slapped pretty hard, and so everyone slowed down and kind of got calm about, you know, new product. And then, um, you know, we still had household formation and demographic growth, and you look at the millennials and everything that's going on, which is, you know, our average customer's 39 today they didn't stop growing or forming households. They kind of took a pause. And so you've had this kind of rubber band effect where it's called it, for the last 12 years, we haven't built enough product. That's created insatiable demand, both for people that are buying homes and we had cheap credit the last five, six, seven years, right? And incredible demand for rental, for flexible living. So then you fast forward to what's going on right now. Everyone's bought homes in the last 10 years is a pretty cheap mortgage. 63% of U.S. mortgages are sub-5%, something like 63% of mortgages are sub 4 So you got this, what you know economists are referring to as the lock-in effect. Nobody's moving. People aren't selling homes. And if you're sitting on a home with a good mortgage, you're happy. If you've got a nice property that you're renting, you're happy. And if you're looking for something, it's tough in either of those categories right now.
0: But it's interesting to watch your model evolve over the years. And you've gone from buying one-offs, you know, one, two, threes, here in a neighborhood to just creating entire neighborhoods. And, and I, that would be much more efficient, but you, you know, you're the challenges supply chain and now interest rates are going up. Uh, cost of, uh, of goods is going up, but you're still building.
1: We're building. We've got national partnerships with Pulte and a number of other kind of public and also big regional builders. Um, and then the other thing that we're finding out about our customer, David, which when we started the company 12, 13 years ago, we underwrote that somebody would stay with us for three years. That was our base case. and We figured that would be about the average. They're staying far longer than that. The duration of stay, which we think lends itself to both, you know, good product, good locations, but also that demographic that wants to be down payment light is actually in much more in vogue and in demand than we would have underwrote 12 years ago. It's sort of the same thesis about you know we we rent a car versus owning a car we lease a car we'll rent an Airbnb instead of doing a hotel that millennial mindset really wants flexibility and they're they're also saying to themselves in some regard hey I don't need to put a hundred thousand dollars down to buy a five hundred thousand dollar home I'd rather just rent a home for three or four years until I decide I want to be somewhere for a long period of time and Dallas,
0: so are, are they staying in the same house are you growing with them and as they have family and. Need more
1: space and more bedrooms. Do you move them up? Some growing with them. Now, our our kind of base case is three to four bedrooms for somebody when they come in. And people are making decisions later. They're getting married later. They're having kids later. And so we've definitely seen some people that have said, hey, I'm in a three-bedroom. You know, pick a market, Miami. And we've had two kids, and we want a fourth or fifth bedroom. What do you got? And We have ways for them to do that. But, you know, funny enough, they're staying put with the lease they've taken from us, five, six, sometimes seven or eight years ago, and they're recognizing that that differential in cost between owning today and or leasing, it's far superior to lease. On average, it's close to $900 a month. It's a little more than that. If you average it in our markets, $900 a month cheaper to rent than it would be to own.
0: You've you you really you you, you, you've called a lot of attention to yourself because of your success, and and I've, I've seen a lot of other people getting in the business, even the home builders. Dr. Hart was on with us the other day talking about, you know, really getting aggressively into this business in 2024. Then I saw an article, where was it? In Princeton, up, up in Collin County. They're putting in 408 single-family homes that are all for this, a, a new rental community. The school? So,
1: That's cool.
0: Oxen, oxen-free rental community with 400, 408 homes. So is the market growing with you, or is this becoming a crowded field?
1: Nah, it's not crowded. I mean, here's the reality. If you think about the U.S. and you look at the last 50 years, homeownership rates typically been in the mid-60s. And today it's somewhere around 66, 67%. So if you looked at that, taking a step back, take all the emotion out, you'd say, housing market's really healthy right now. About two-thirds of the country owns something. About a third of the country leases something. What's gotten better, David, and I think what you're alluding to is, 30 years ago you didn't have as much choice about what you could do or when you wanted to do it what you're seeing evolve now in single family housing is what happened in apartments in the 70s and 80s it's becoming professionalized it's having other companies that are growing up as part of the industry that are offering smart home technology filter services you know can we help you mitigate the cost with maintenance and things like that that didn't exist 30 years ago for single family and that is a thriving and i would say growing industry today that isn't only applicable to renters that can be very applicable to homeowners too so everything that we look at from a technology perspective that we're going to put in our homes or for an ease of use perspective, I would say 90 percent of the time is is something that a Joe homeowner could buy and put in his home and help drive down costs in his experience as well.
0: You know, it seems like in, in your history, you haven't seen tough times. You haven't seen a period when interest rates have been going up and when we were seeing, you know, the possibility of a recession and people beginning to lose jobs. But I look at your numbers that came out and in, in revenue collections, ninety nine percent of historical, bad debt, two percent, which seems seems reasonable. And your occupancy level, what, ninety seven point eight percent.
1: Yeah. No cheats really, at all. It, it going um in we took the business public in two thousand seventeen. We had steady occupancy growth every year. And then you had the pandemic, which was scary because you went into a period where there was a lot of uncertainty and we've helped over, I think it's to the tune of, don't quote me on this, but you know, it's, it's $150 million. We've helped people with, with securing rental assistance and forgiveness and all these other things. And you know, small landlords can't do that as easily. They don't have a team. They don't have resources they can put to that. We can, we felt it was a responsibility. We continue to try to do that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's been here forever. I mean, in, the, in the, our founding fathers own properties, they rented out to whoever, right? Yeah. It's going on for hundreds of years. It's always, there's always been a contingency. The vast majority of Americans will probably own, but there's, you know, 47 million households in the U.S. that lease something for different reasons. Sometimes it's affordability. Sometimes it's hey, I'm in a transition period and I need three to five years of flexibility. And that's the majority of our customers are really flexibility or they're choosing to do this because they like it. And, um. It isn't a threat to home ownership, and it certainly is a, isn't a threat to those that want to you know, own forever. Uh, we're big fans. 25% of our move-outs every year tell us in the surveys we're moving to, to buy a home. We view ourselves as a natural part of that continuum. So are you
0: still growing? You stayed in uh, the western part of the U.S. and Florida and Texas pretty much?
1: Yeah, kind of the smile markets as we call it. We're coastal. Yeah. We've got you know um, good coverage in California and, and Washington, but then it's really the southwest and the southeast. We want to be in markets where you know to my earlier point households are forming um and where people are looking for flexibility and 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 some of the the lifestyle that they would prefer and that is largely in part with a lot of these sunbelt southeast markets and we want to find ways to grow creatively you know on balance sheet we also do things in ventures with partners and we're continually expanding our home building uh you know structures to work with as many builders out there that want to and i think the home builder markets really figured this out, that, that you know, the, the single family rental uh, professional manager yeah. can be a, a, a part of their growth strategies going forward as well. And it, it all makes sense. We should have policy that promotes more housing stock coming into the country. We want to build as much of this as we can. Looks like you won over Wall Street, too. That was tough for a while, wasn't it? Listen, new ideas. The, there's pros and cons to, to the street. Um You know, this company particularly had great sponsorship when it started, and uh, they built a great business, and our our goal should be consistency. If we can be consistent to the street and be predictable as an industry, it would also mean that we're delivering a, a real level of service consistently with our customers, and to your point, occupancy has been really healthy the last five, six, seven years, and the customers are renewing. They're staying with us longer and longer, so we're doing something right.
0: Congratulations on a good quarter. During that, otherwise, a lot of people had a real tough quarter. Dallas Tanner is CEO of Invitation Homes. We always enjoy our visits. Thanks a lot for the time.
1: Great to be with you. Thank you.
0: Thanks. For more of a conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.